Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of That Voice in the Crowd. Today we're welcoming back our first ever guest in Jake Faulkner. I had a really good time filming with him, as always. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and enjoy. Okay, so Jake, how have you been? Yeah, I've I've not been too bad. Um, no. Nice. Past past few weeks have been weird, moving moving in lockdown. It's yeah, no, I've seen on your stories you've been uh, you've moved out completely now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I no longer live at my uh, childhood home. No, you're Crediton. a man. Yeah. Oh, wait, in Crediton. Yeah, it's a it's a weird oh, wow. feeling, man. Yeah, um, that's a lot close to me as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. work out close to you by the end of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a weird feeling. No, that's I've been, mad. Here, been here two and a half weeks now, and it's just oh, no. the strangest thing. Yeah, I can imagine. I think I've... I'd say I'd felt something similar when I went, first moved to uni, but I suppose at the same time, that sort of uni, you're with other guys, so it's... I mean, your situation is probably very, very different to that because obviously, you know, you're. I, I, are you renting the place or have you bought it? Yeah, yeah, I uh, rented it for six months at the minute. I got it on a six-month yeah. uh, rent. Just did the whole lot in uh, one bosh. Yeah. But, um, whether we decide to carry on renting it month in, month out afterwards, I um, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. I'll um, have the money to sort of come back a bit closer to reality. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you know. Yeah, there's nothing bad about crediting, but it's a bit no, of a distance no. compared to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And you want to get out and explore and see more anyway, don't you? Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, like I said, crediting's a nice place. There's definitely some, um, you know, good spots and stuff. There's a place called Showbrook just up the road. It's a really nice sort of like walk and lake area. I took the dog up there and stuff. So, yeah, you know, I and I mean, right now is the sort of time to, you know, explore new things you know try new things we're in you know we're still in the middle of this lockdown pray and pray and pray that nothing gets pushed back even further than it already has been i completely agree (laughs) but you know it's like it's a it's a real breath of fresh air oh i can imagine yeah i mean i know your situation that went on before this and like I say you don't have to talk about it if you're if you're not too comfortable but obviously it wasn't a great situation for you to be in so no. I can imagine getting yourself out of that you know it's yeah 100%. like you said it's a breath of fresh air yeah I mean yeah. you know it, it, it wasn't really you know it was a rather than a bad situation I kind of would have just called it gotten like you know unfortunate yeah you know one person didn't feel the same about the other and that's that's life it's a life lesson you know unfortunately these things do happen and you know we're a year on and um you know it just almost is what it is you know you just you learn to adapt to these things you know everything that obviously life throws at you you know you just gotta sort of you gotta get over that wall and you know it doesn't matter how long it takes really but exactly yeah you know it was the strangest feeling 
just you know like happening like oh yeah i can imagine well i can't because that's never happened to me but you know yeah the expression yeah you know it's 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 a weird feeling but you know like i said it's it's something that happens and yeah life goes on yeah you live you adapt and um that's definitely something i think a lot of people have, have been doing you know not necessarily in the same situation but obviously in their own individual situations is adapting you know, yeah, so you. i you know I, it'll be interesting to see how everyone adapts over the next you know few months yeah. you know it's like well, we've got we've got four months exactly today until we're contact free I'll put that in quotation marks because mm. personally I'm not entirely sure whether I'm that'll be convinced appear. with that either. No, I think I think he's got he's got a good plan. I'm, yeah, you know, the one I thing think, the hesitation that I think I have with it is it's a lot of different dates for a lot of different things. It's like yeah. I was saying to to someone in my family the other day, there was a lot of kids. I, we have a lot of sort of young kids around where I live. And they're all playing together because all the families kind of know each other. We're not in that circle, but, you know, there's maybe like 10 kids, you know, playing in the park out the front of my house. And we're, you know, obviously just scolding them privately, being like, you know, that's, it's not what you're meant to be doing. You know, we're technically still not meant to be seeing each other. But, yeah, I mean, we, we've we got the same thing here. Like, I yeah. took, took the dog for a walk yesterday and there was, what, three or four sets of kids and they were all out there on their scooters and whatever, mm. whizzing around on the road and stuff, and all sat down around in a circle and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... There are times where you almost just feel like it's unavoidable. Yeah, it's, you know, it's over a year now, and it's like I was saying, it's... It's too many different dates, you know, so shops can open on this date, but hairdressers can't open until this, and then sports yeah. can't start until this, and then this particular kind of sport can't start until this. And when you have young children, young families, obviously I'm not a parent and neither are you, so we maybe can't speak too much on this, but it's very difficult to sort through that. This is something I found with university as well through all this, is the information we get is very very vague especially when it comes to what courses can go back and what can't they say courses that have you know uh, a necessity for practical stuff so sciences i don't know photography that kind of stuff Mm. um whereas now i'm going into a block center and interpreting and that's something that needs to be done in person really but we're so naturally my reaction is okay that needs to be in person so do i need to be back in manchester but then like i have to go through like three or four different university websites like looking through all the different like for a specific list it needs to be just like return to campus all of these don't return yet all of these Hmm. i would rather just have that like out and out list rather than people trying not to upset people just by saying non-practical subjects or having to give a reason behind it just yeah if my course isn't ready to come back on campus yet just tell me that outright 
Yeah, because there's, there's going to be nothing worse than you being told, oh, yeah, you guys can come back to campus. You come back to campus, and a week later, all of you have got it, and you're all sat in your rooms for two weeks, and you're like, thanks. You know, you could have just sort of saved me the heartache, just pushed it back a little bit until you were, like, 100% certain, and then here you go. You can Precisely. run freely without the risk of COVID or whatever. And This is, yeah, this is what we said um, on Vinny's episode is – when we talked about New Zealand, obviously there's a bit of a difference in population and everything. Um, but they took a really hard line with it. They locked down completely. Like, you know, do not leave your house for anything, you know, like anything. And it was the really, really hard line approach that worked because now, you know, they're having concerts, they're having like people like tens of thousands of rugby games and stuff like that. And Australia took a similar line, but came out of it a little bit too early. And now they're having the same problems that we've got. We took the half-hearted approach and we're still snowballing along with this. I, I do I do low-key like what Australia have done, though, where they've seen the cases significantly rise in certain areas and they've locked the area down. And they've made That's sure what, no one's coming in, yeah. no one's coming out. They're containing it rather Wasn't than just what, being like... Wasn't that what our guys tried, though, well, right at the start, yeah. where they said, like, Liverpool had, like, and Manchester? like, a tier system, didn't we? It was, like, you had, like, mm. one, two, three, and then they ended up putting everyone into the same category. They they never put anyone in number one. Oh, they put, what was it, the Isle of Sicily, and the Isle of Wight was in one, and then the Isle of Wight went up to two, and then the Isle mm. of Sicily stayed in one, and then everywhere in the country was two, and then the likes of Manchester and stuff went up to three. And then you had the whole north-south war nearly start up again because Liverpool yeah. were getting angry at Manchester and then the mayor of Manchester as well, Andy Burnham. Oh, yeah. we, were, we were ready to march on London at that point. I know. And then it was just, boom, just full exactly. national, everyone. Yeah. Sort yourselves out, like, you know. Yeah, I feel like a civil war may have been started if they didn't do that. Oh. that may, to be fair, you look at, I mean, this may be going into conspiracy theory, but had the government like continued to just push further and further with the north of England mm. and obviously you know the stats show that it was a much bigger problem in bigger cities and a much bigger problem in the north but like I say just out of conspiracy theory what if Manchester and Liverpool decide because Liverpool already hate the Tories we know that because they boycott the Sun newspaper yeah um what if it just starts up a second English civil war I think I would love to sit back with a bowl of popcorn and watch a live stream, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I think that would end up expanding and that would just go across the whole of the UK. You just have people against people and it wouldn't be Liverpool versus Manchester anymore. It would be different parties all clashing and everything. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, yeah. it'd certainly be interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, stick out a deck chair, watch the world burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just think it's already it's already going tits up. Exactly. Well, yeah. well, hopefully, coming back to normality. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, this weekend, I've been seeing a lot of people buying uh, like festival tickets. I think you're going to Boardmasters, yeah, is that yeah. right? I yeah, yeah. Me and my decided to book Boardmasters in the hope that that presumes to go ahead. And we've also got we've also got another concert in October that we're planning on mm-hmm. going to. Um, in Plymouth but you know I mean I'm I'm heading into both of those with the sort of mindset of if we go it'll be nice if Covid kills it off then Covid kills it off like exactly I'm 
I'm fully mentally prepared for COVID to keep stopping me from doing things because it's it's done yeah. it to everyone, you know. Like I Literally. had Ocean Fest tickets for last year, and then they got changed to this year. I had an email from Ocean Fest today to say, look, because oh, we were supposed to be running it between the 18th and 20th of June, we're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah it's one thing after another and that's what this past year or so has been it has just been literally one thing after another and it's just one sort of hefty domino effect and you keep you keep putting all the dominoes back up like you did in september and october and then come november they'd all gone down again and now we're starting to put yeah. those dominoes back up and now we've just got to see whether they stay standing or whether they just fall again that's how it's going isn't it yeah that's how it's going yeah. and i mean to be fair it sounded like i was bashing on people that were buying festival tickets there i am also well not guilty of buying festival tickets but i'm meant to be going on a training camp to france in september so yeah you know there's two sides to the coin but you know like it, yeah. you know i'm in the same situation as you with that mentality is if it gets killed off it's it's another thing you know it's we're almost expecting it to yeah I, I mean like i'm kind of sat here like you know, if it doesn't go ahead, that money, I'm just going to put it to one side and I'll just book it for next year. Exactly. Like, it's, exactly it's a festival. Yeah. It happens every year. Yeah, the, the acts that end up, you know, who will possibly be there this year, they might not be there next year. But what can you You're do? still going to a festival. You're still going to get some names go there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, considering yeah. considering these festivals haven't been going for, like, what? You know, Baldi's hasn't happened since, what, 20, 2018? Because they called it off last year because of COVID. And then they yeah. also called it off in 2019 due to, I think it was the weather or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. last time it happened is 2018. So you're kind of like, you're kind of expecting the festivals to have the big names this year. Like Reading, Reading and yeah. Leeds have got a pretty good lineup. You know, I, I don't know if you've looked yeah. at it. I've no. not. <laughs> I mean, you know no. what I'm like. I've never been to a festival in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, Reading and Leeds doesn't have a bad lineup. Um but yeah i think it's just a case of you know like 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 you said we're, we're in that mindset if it, if it happens it happens if it doesn't then you know well I, I don't know about your training camp but in my case it's always next year yeah i mean you get your money back in my case i've got a flight to geneva that i can just keep pushing back and back and you know at some point go before anyone says anything i know geneva's in switzerland we're getting a flight to switzerland and then we're getting a train into france <laughs> <laughs> i did get I didn't do geography GCSE, but I know my countries. Yeah, I did. I oh, sometimes I just look back on like the things I've done and I think, why? <laughs> yeah, I definitely have similar thoughts occasionally. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, thinking about some of the stuff that went on at Clisfell, um Yeah, questionable to say the least. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you know, but then again you know you make you make these choices you make these decisions and you know you learn to live with them hey we adapt and learn exactly that's how it is we adapt we learn we get back out the door and we do it differently exactly that was something that was something that um ikea really drilled into us when i got a job there really was fair honestly one of the so we had like our interviews and stuff came back a few weeks later did another interview, then got a call saying like, okay, we're offering you a job, whatever. Went into that sort of like first induction meeting where you get your uniform, like all the fire safety talks, everything like that. And one of the things they kept bringing up, brought, bring, they kept bringing up all day was um, 
like their ethos of you can make mistakes but learn from them yeah like but i think that was more applied to like the general store because obviously i worked in the restaurant if you make a mistake in the restaurant you might get sued by public health england yeah i was, I was gonna say i was like swear you worked in the kitchen that could be an issue <laughs> yeah we had uh, to be fair though you see a load of people this is the thing that I absolutely hate about working in retail. And I've worked in Ikea. I've worked in Sainsbury's. You know, I, I worked at another place that was, um, you know, public facing work. And obviously, you know, that's sort of a norm for, you know, teenagers, 18, 19, 20 yeah. year olds. But just the amount of people that think they own stuff, the amount of people that just have no regard for other people, you know, and how other people might be doing and stuff like that. And I remember one time I was actually on the other side of it where, you know, we were with a couple of like family friends and stuff like that. And we gone up the country to see them. And then we went to this restaurant in the evening. And in fairness, the restaurant was doing a really shoddy job. But I remember, and I can't remember who it was in our group, but someone was having a real go at this waitress. And obviously, you know, she's bawling her eyes out and it's just not going well. And I'm sat there thinking, you know, obviously the food hasn't been great and the service just isn't good. But, you know, you don't need to just absolutely berate someone. Especially especially considering, like, if it's about the food, you're berating mm. the waitress who they just even the ones bringing you the yeah. food. <laughs> like, if you want to yeah. kill someone, go kill the chef. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Funny thing was, we walked out of the restaurant after that, and as you walked out, you had to walk past sort of... The front door came out, and then there was a kitchen area right next to it, and obviously all the windows are open because the ovens are on stuff to get the heat out. And you could hear them having a meeting and someone said they're going to ruin us on TripAdvisor. But I I don't know if we, that, we didn't really deal with that. That was the family friends that went and dealt with that. So I don't know how that went. But to flip the coin on that, the, uh, you know, the amount of abuse that shop workers and people like that take is absolutely terrible. Yeah, I've seen some real I had some terrible ones in Sainsbury's, really terrible ones. Really? You know, they were, it wasn't terrible. It was just weird. One of them, I had this one old bloke come up to me and his mask was literally like a kind of cloth. Hold on. Like as thin as a tissue. It was like, you know, like when they roll it up like that. He'd yeah. done that and then very loosely tied it around his face. So it was just hanging off his mouth. It looked like he just, you know, walked out of a bomb site or something like that. And he's coming through my till and he's got like maybe five things with him. So I put him through. And then oh, I could see it as soon as he came into my till. And he starts trying to make conversation with me just about like, you know, this and the other. And then he's like, oh, what do you think of all this wearing mask situation? And I'm like well we've got to do it you know it takes all of us at the end of the day and he's like oh yes i'm glad to see you've got your head screwed on about this there's a lot of and he just starts berating like the 18 to 23 age group in front of me she's like you're a good one you are chap wearing your mask and you know i was like like it's store policy i have to wear it whether i like it or not yeah that, that's this, the guy's, same this guy stood there with a mask hanging off his face and then he goes uh he gets to the end of that conversation. He goes, oh, do you, do you, do you drink? Do you do drugs? And I'm like, well, it's very personal, but no, I don't do either. And he's like, oh, you're a good, good lad, you good lad. And I'm like, 
Go on, you pay for your stuff. Do you drink? He was basically, he was trying to do a character assessment of me. Because I like to think I don't really conform to the typical sort of uni student, you know, going out every weekend or every day even. And that's partially because I don't have the money, but also I don't like the taste of alcohol. Um, And, you know, other factors involved with that. But he was just trying to do a character assessment of me while I'm just serving him at a till. Like, dude, I'm not getting paid to talk to you. I'm getting paid to scan your stuff and make sure no one dies in the process. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then I think he said something like, if, if the doctor doesn't tell you you need it, then you don't need it, or something like that. And I'm like, well, everyone's being told by doctors to wear masks. Yeah. But a lot of people, surprisingly, a lot of people, the, the funniest thing was, when I was in Sainsbury's, I was doing a lot of different jobs so i'd be like on tills i'd be on self-serve i'd be on the front door yeah. like welcoming people it was it made me feel like a security guard i had my little like five minutes of being a hard man you know um even though the yeah. security guard on the cctv was stood right behind us when we were on the door but the amount of people that would like walk in with their coat covering their mouth clearly with no mask on like looking at you terrified thinking oh he's not gonna let me in i'm like we've got a box of masks here you can literally just ask me for one you know yeah it's it's just such a weird situation or backward rather you know we said it on Vinny's episode is we don't have this reaction to anything else i.e you know just sticking ourselves in our houses you know with flu millions of people die from that every year nobody changes People die in car crashes. People continue to die from alcoholism. People continue to die from smoking cigarettes. You know, it's um, yeah. it's a weird situation. And obviously, you know, I'm very well aware that it's a pandemic and that it's a contagious disease and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but this is a podcast, and we have to talk about something. So yeah, I'm I mean, just trying to bring my, up points to talk about. <laughs> my my workplace hasn't been too bad in regards of customers and that like a lot of, a, a lot mm. of the customers do come up with their masks you know is obviously it? if they if they if they are yeah. exempt you know they have their lanyards or their cards or whatever with them you know yeah if, is it still macro you work in no no so i i currently work up at booker up in Salton. Okay. Uh, but so you know we we came towards the retail side which is really good because it puts you on the same level of understanding because yes. you know, they're expecting yes. people to wear masks yeah. in their stores and they're all wearing them in mine um you know and it's you know it's certainly not been a bad thing working the whole way through the pandemic but considering i've had to start wearing glasses like for the past like two weeks like all the time mm. i can tell you now that it's the right bitch with a mask um, oh yeah i can imagine but you know like you said policy is policy you know and you know when yeah. when the day comes for me to not wear a mask i will quite gladly not wear a mask but up until then i uh, i will be wearing one all the time as i have been doing and have yeah. done will continue to do you know as will a lot of people and you know you can like you said the other side of the coin you can see you can see why some people get annoyed with it and don't like doing it like you know i was in i was, I was in the bank earlier trying to have a conversation with a lady and i couldn't see her because my glasses were like fogged up <clears throat> but yeah you know and it you know it's just little things but you know it's yeah you know, a lot of little things you know can become a big thing and you know can you'd, you'd exactly, be impressed yeah. about the amount of the little things that you know make such an impact oh absolutely i mean that's something to deviate from that slightly 
that's something you really notice with um, with sport. You know, if you go out one day and you tweak just a tiny muscle and it just has to be the wrong muscle, my dog's going mental right now. Um, yeah, no, if you tweak just the wrong muscle and it's just like one of those muscles that does absolutely everything but you never notice it, that's it. Like the rest of the week is just a world yeah. of pain. Just yeah. like, oh, trudging along. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can feel that now. Yeah, like, like stuff it. you don't know you have. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's, um, yeah, a lot of small things really do add up. And going back to what we said about, you know, people not wanting to conform with rules and stuff like that, I think it comes down to just how it comes back to people's egos. Um, and it's this is something I looked into a lot yesterday and the day before. I was watching a lot of these videos with um, ex-SAS guys, you know, like Ollie Ollerton, um, the guys from SAS, that series, I can't remember its name, but like Ant Middleton, yeah, uh, those guys. And this one guy, Ollie Ollerton, was talking about almost everything in the human psyche comes down to ego, you know, in terms of our decision making. Um, if you're able to control it and you're able to shrink it, and able to inflate it when it's necessary um you have a far better perspective and outlook on life and you have a lot of a much easier time dealing with stuff 100% like it yeah it's it's one of those things that not only just like sort of in terms of ego but it does just boil down to your character Mm. Like whether that's things you've been through, things you've seen other people go through, you know, sometimes that, you know, can build your confidence and sometimes it can knock you back off your feet. Exactly. You know, I definitely, I definitely feel a lot more confident when I'm around confident people. Oh, you know, if I, if I'm with someone, you know, like, you know, would say that I'm like getting to know or whatever, or sort of know or something, you know, sometimes my anxiety sort of kicks in and it's like, hold on, because you wouldn't do that. Or, you know, mm. you know, you know that he or she is doing that, but you know that your friends that, you know, would do differently in this situation, and you're a bit like, do you go with what you want to do? Do you go what what they would do? Or do you go with what they're going to do? Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of, sometimes it's an, sort of like in the moment like decision and you know it can sort of just be like a sudden trigger of that ego and that psyche is to sort of say go for it or hold back or you need to sit and think on this more or are you just confident enough to just go for it or are you confident enough to the point that you think it might work and there's so many like different attributes and things and yeah so much to sort of take into like consideration whether that be like I said, you know, your own decision or someone else's. Yeah, no, I completely agree there. You know, it's with um, with what you said that it's almost it comes down to people wanting to fit in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time that is the case. I think the way that people differ from that is when someone has great enough control over themselves and is secure enough in their own character that is when you start to see outliers or greats you know um prime example that you'll know about tom brady you know he was able to shrink his ego for those 20 years in new england 
to allow Bill Belichick to berate him in team meetings to show, you know, the fresh rookie on the team that's been the star at his high school and his college all his career, that yeah. you come into the NFL and even the NFL's greatest is getting the same state that you're going to be getting. And obviously that's why he was successful, because he was able and secure enough in his own character to be able to put himself into a situation where he's not necessarily comfortable. But then since when did anyone get anywhere by being comfortable? Exactly. And, you know, those those years at New England taught him that he can sort of, you know, bring a team from the ground up. And as we have seen in this first season with the Super Bowl, mm. win, you know, he has brought sort of a team that, you know, the likes of you, myself, um, you know, would normally sort of be like, oh, Buccaneers to, oh, Buccaneers, because, you know, that season of Brady and Gronk, it has just gone boom and it's gone their way and yeah. once again that is that is the confidence and the ego and the things that you can sort of bring to that table literally it is control what you can control and yeah. forget about the rest of it because the rest of it's just a waste of time you know yeah. um and we can link it to all kinds of things you know what you post on social media yeah. if you're coming across things and i spoke with a guy uh yesterday on this you know obviously i post a lot of vegan activism stuff yeah now i know that not everyone's going to agree with that and I don't, you know, however many followers I've got on Instagram, I don't expect everyone's going to look at that and be like, oh, OK, you know, I'm going to go and be vegan. I'm expecting but the guys that are vegan that I know, they're going to look at it and be like, go, Chris, you know, pushing the movement forward. And then there are going to be a lot of people, the majority, are going to just be like, and click on. But if you can just catch one or two people with that kind of stuff, that's a win. And that's yeah. OK. But exactly, it's, I'm, I personally feel like I'm controlling my ego in that sense because I'm not expecting, you know, 600 people to look at it and go, OK, let me try this. Yeah. You know, and it's the same with the podcast as well. I'm not trying to hit a million followers by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to I mean, it's on all the posts we do create positive change through shared experiences. We're sharing our experiences in our conversations and yeah. if one person's listening to this and they'll be like, well, hold on a minute, that links to me as well. But that's how that guy got out of it. So maybe I'll try his. Three weeks down the line, they're a better person. Yeah, well, well after after we did that first episode together, I had a lot of people, sort of like my friends come to me and they were like, yo, this is sick. Like, you know, you two okay. having conversations was really good. You know, and a, and a couple of people that knew me personally, they were like that's big of you to sort of share the things you have been through. And it I was. was like, that's the whole point of our podcast. We are friends. You know, we know each other. We've known each other for a very long time. We sit here. We can have these conversations. We can be open with each other. There is no judgment. There is no sort of problems whatsoever. You know, you know, we're friends. We debate things. It's the, it's the whole point of being, it's the whole point of being a human. Exactly. You know? And, you know, the amount of, you know, a few of my friends have followed all the episodes and things like that, you know, which I'm, I can tell by the look on your face now, you're glad to hear. I'm but, extremely but, appreciative of those people, but, extremely appreciative. But that's the thing, like, if you, I feel like it's a lot easier to connect with something if you know someone that's connected with it. Precisely. This is what I'm saying, is I want to have people on this podcast that know something about something. I don't want to have someone on here that I mean, you'll have experienced it. You try and have a conversation with someone and they have no character, then they have no interest, they have no direction. 
those yeah. are the kind of people that we're targeting because I want those kind of people to hear what's going on and be like, maybe I want to try that. I, th- I think yeah. that's the thing I like about myself is I always I always try to look for something in someone. Yeah. Like whether that just yeah. in terms of friends, relationship, whatever. You whatever know, sparks like, they've got. Exactly. Like you know, a, you know, a lot of my, you know, a lot of people have interesting stories to tell, and it's just, it's sort of about just delving into that and exactly, things like that yeah. you know and it's the whole point you just the thing about life at the moment is it's so unpredictable and so uncertain it's nice to have something that you resonate with that you find comfort in that you find yeah. in that you find can sort of really sort of like you can tune your head to like yeah i i don't know if i mentioned it in the other podcast that we did the first episode for this but i lockdown has given me a chance to really get back into gaming yeah because yeah. for me that was it's a real escape exactly. um, like you know it's a whole other world i can just you know i can come home from a long day at work i can put my headset on I can talk to my mates, I can play games with them, we can have a right laugh, you know, we can get angry at the game, but we just find it funny and things like that. And it's just so diverse and it's such an open world. But you don't sit down and realise these things until you do them. Precisely, yeah. When, you know, I, I think I... I sort of fell out of love with gaming when I was so focused on my exams and everything. Yeah. Like when I was doing them and things like that. And, you know, you have all these assessments and all this homework and you just didn't really have a chance to sort of sit there and appreciate it. You kind of like, you kind of just like jump on at like nine o'clock, you like find your mates and they're like, oh yeah, you know, they're all like dull and tired because they've been doing the same as you. Yeah. And you literally pay like three or four games and you're like, oh, I'm done. Night. See you later go to bed or stay up until 2am doing an assignment but yeah. now it's like i can sit on it for hours all i've done literally since i've been here is absolutely binged my video games and everything and it's been so nice just to sit there and just get lost exactly exactly that's something so, that it's it's um it's very telling of the whole situation you know since we got into it you know last march or whatever yeah people have really had to search their characters and i think a lot of people have been very scared of what they've found you know about themselves because you have so much else going on in regular life whether it's a job you know you're working nine to five and you're flat out through then you come back and you just flat out tired so i definitely think people have uh have had to do a lot of soul searching it's been a real character developer and i know obviously we use that that time gets thrown around quite a lot but people have definitely had to search within themselves for what they really like and you hear a lot of people talk about this you know they go and i mean examples are again with nfl players of guys that play for 10 15 years in the league they finish and it's in with, with any professional sport as well and they think that football or american football or whatever sport it may be was their purpose in life but that yeah. takes you to 30 35 maybe 40 years old but then guys go off they do like other things and they're like oh no football was just like the thing that got me started 
like this is my actual purpose see now that you mention that i remember reading something on the other day i can't remember which nfl player it is to save my life but has just left nfl for ice hockey i've not seen that story but I'm it wouldn't sure why do i feel like it was a pats player you know what? I've got no I, idea. I honestly, I've not seen the story. I just remember reading something. Oh, it must have been over the past couple of weeks about an NFL player leaving for ice hockey or he, some other sport. I know that much. Um. Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, I've not seen that story. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that you know a guy because as well, you know, you see guys that are in the league or you know whatever league it is and they end up i don't know building a massive business or something like that as well and they end up that you know that takes over football because obviously american football is such um you have to be engrossed in it to be even good at it you know to even survive you have to be at the facility 12 hours a day you know studying film working out everything like that and like i said i was watching that ollie ollison uh interview last night and he was saying, you know, obviously, however many years it was in the Special Forces with the SBS and the SAS. But that was sort of a prelude to what then came later, because that was what brought him to what he found his purpose was. And his purpose was where he essentially joined an Australian Marine uh, in helping of in the helping of um, I don't want to say liberating, but helping get kids out of child prostitution and child sort of slavery in Thailand. But it was through the special forces that he was able to do that because obviously he was taken to all those different areas. He was in war zones there. He'd experienced all that kind of stuff before, but that was his purpose. You know, he, I think he described it as, you know, seeing a kid being in one of these holding camps before they're sent off to some kind of slavery ring or whatever, you know, you see them again three months later in a school uniform, you know, with some work in their book and, and everything like that. And obviously that, you know, that for him and his heart, that was what got it for him. And that was his purpose. Yeah. So, you know, for me, you know, athletics is my main thing right now. And running is sort of what I live for, aside from obviously languages. But obviously one day that will come to an end. I mean, I've said to myself, I still want to be running at 90 years old. Obviously, I you know, won't be running for any kind of money or anything, but I still want to be, you know, active. Yes. And I think... I mean, I've not found a purpose, I would say. At the moment, I feel like my purpose is running. But I know that that is going to come to an end, sort of at the level that I'm doing it at one day. So, you know, I'm not... I think when we talk about young kids, especially teenagers, getting asked the question, and we've both experienced it, sort of coming through GCSEs and A-levels, and then obviously myself going on to a degree, we get asked the question a lot of what do you want to be? Or what do you want to do? Or what direction are you thinking of going in? Um, and especially with our generation that's something that we really can't define because realistically the jobs that we're going to be working for our careers um, and the generations below us those jobs haven't necessarily been invented yet there's technology and everything that's going to come out in the next 10 20 30 years that's going to completely revolutionize the way we do stuff so you know of course, if you want to be a banker, go be a banker. If you want to be a doctor, go be a doctor. And obviously, shout out to all the health workers that have, you know, done so much over the past year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. A mad job. 
Yeah. But on 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 the sort of topics of jobs, I well, as soon as you mentioned that question, I absolutely love hearing that question now <laughs> because I can already see good old like year twelve Jake being like, yeah, yeah, I want to be a journalist. Like I'm gonna go to fun. I'm gonna be sports journalism because I've got an unconditional. Rah, rah, rah. And here I am now with two and a half years into wholesale retail. <laughs> but yeah, it, even then, like it's it's something I never thought I'd go into. Like I just thought, oh, I just do macro along the side of A levels, and then you know when I go off to uni, I so can bung that off, or maybe get a transfer to one of the bookers down in Falmouth because there there's one about twenty minute drive from the um. Penryn campus which is where I would have been due to stay but yeah. now I'm going on to do a greengrocer course get a forklift license all things I never thought I'd do <laughs> yeah but you know it's it's something I've ended up being happy in and precisely you know, this is what I, I was gonna say yeah is, I've had, I've had people message me and they've been like are you actually like gonna stay in like wholesale retail and it's like you know Maybe if you'd asked me six months into macro, I would have said, nah, I'm going to bung it off. Now that I'm two and a half years in, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm loving life. I'm getting these free qualifications. I get a free forklift license, you know, stuff that I don't have to pay for. I'm a first day, I'm first aid trained, which I don't have to pay for, you know. Yeah. I get to go off and do all these programs and stuff, and I can work my way up as a supervisor and a branch manager, and the money's cracking. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, ah. Oh, that question just makes me crease now because the 90% of people that get asked that question and then get that asked five years on, their answer is completely different. 100%. My dad wanted to be a chef. Um, my dad has spent two years of his life as a chef working in kitchens. And yeah. the past, he's been working for Macro since 2002. <laughs> there we go. So, life throws so many curveballs at you and you you don't know how to react sometimes you don't know how to deal with them but as we have said through this whole podcast it's one foot in front of the other and it's oh, absolutely they come. absolutely you know i can't express that any better than you know how it said one foot in front of the other no matter no matter what you're going through you know whether it's taking the step out the door to go to work whether it's taking the next step as you climb mount everest you know it it doesn't matter what doesn't matter what lane of life you're in or you know what speed you're doing in that lane just one foot in front of the other that's it that's it because like i say you um you may only take one step that day maybe you'll take three steps back after it doesn't matter you take another step forwards and it's having the discipline to do that as well you know you can say what you like about motivation you can say what you like about mentality all you know this is something i have for myself with training as well is um you know the days where i don't want to go out but the days where i'm hurt and the days where i don't want to do it um it's just one foot in front of the other it's the most basic human function you know and as long as you have the discipline to do that and to repeat it and to repeat the process again and again, like I said, whatever avenue of life you're in, compound interest works. You know, not only in a monetary sense, but 
in terms of you know what you do in my case training you know whatever you're doing experience and and uh, and compound interest really work they really do so you know it's it's definitely something I mean you know like I say you can say what you want about motivation you can go watch 20 motivational videos on YouTube doesn't make a difference if you don't take that step mm. doesn't make one blind bit of difference and it's something that uh Vinny summed up really well in his episode as well I, I did really like Vinny's episode he he was doing this kind of like 75 day challenge um and if you want to uh go through that with Vinny go follow his fitness page at fitvin v-i-n-n uh, on instagram shout out Vinny go on Vinny um <laughs> I think he's waking up at like 5 a.m., um, you know, going downstairs, doing some kind of circuit or whatever. But the way he summed it up was in his head, the discipline is as soon as the alarm goes off, you make every effort, like just everything in you, just stand up. It doesn't matter if you stand in the same spot for 10 minutes, just stand up. And there's, there's a video somewhere on Instagram. I can't remember for the life of me who said it, but it was some Navy SEAL officer. Um, giving a graduation talk and he said the first like complete the first task of the day make your bed no matter what happens through the day make your bed so you come back to a freshly made bed and this is what you know we're, we're, we're talking about right here is one, one foot in front of the other it's we said it earlier the little things build up they really do and you know we're both speak, speaking from experience here and I'm sure people listening to this have had experience of that we live in a very instant society um that's a phrase i've used on quite a few of the previous episodes um and again it's the whole sort of influencer culture and everything around that is instantaneous you're not going to make a million quid you know overnight i mean unless you're jamming when the lottery unless you're jamming when the lottery but like i say those those are really few and far between situations you know i mean if you're Again, we go back to the NFL. If you're signing your rookie contract, you're probably going from nothing to a lot overnight. Yeah. But like I say, there's 2,000, 2,500 players in the NFL. There's 8 billion people in the world, you know. So, yeah, yeah, no, like we've repeated a lot, small steps, small steps really make a long journey. And I think that's... 100%. 100%. It's definitely something that I want anyone listening to this, um, you know, to take away. Um, whether you play a sport, whether you run, cycle, whatever, whether you just work in wholesale, wholesale retail, you know, um, take that extra step, get out the door and do it. And you don't have to be motivated. You don't have to be motivated. You don't have to enjoy it. I'll get onto that in a second. You don't have to be excited about it, but if you know it's the path that you want to take and it's and it's the idea, the mm. ideal that you have in your head for yourself, yeah. nothing else matters. Just take that first step. And what I was going to say about, um, you know, you don't have to like it is a lot of people want the end product. And yeah. that's why we do it. You know, I, I sat by myself for 10 minutes this morning just thinking of what are my main goals what do I actually want from what I'm doing now and you know I obviously reeled them off to myself yeah those goals mean that I've you know need to 
work out six days a week probably for the next yeah. 10 years you know to get even a smidge closer to where I want to be with it so or rather to give myself a small chance of even hitting it hitting the target so obviously you know over the course of the next 10 years I'm not going to want to do it every single day yeah but if you remember if you remember that thought of you know what the goal is what is the purpose you repeat it to yourself daily because humans we're repetitive people we're conservative beings naturally we like we don't like change no and so if you can keep telling yourself something over and over again that's going to snowball and it's going to become reality and this is and it it works on the flip side as well if you constantly think about negative thoughts and if you constantly foster a negative attitude and this is why i hate it when i have group training and we have people complain because that's fostering a negative attitude within the group and that's not what you want and you you never want sort of disharmony whether that whether that be in a group or within yourself i think you (laughs) you have to have balance whether that whether that just be by yourself or you know around other people yeah all, all it takes is one comment from one person to bring a whole group down precisely you know, or or even just to bring you down yourself you know yeah and you know as we keep saying you know thing things come across you in life and you you've got a it's a, it's a way of reacting to it you know everything in life will give you a reaction and you've just got to decide whether you're going to keep giving yourself that positive one or whether you're going to let the negative side of it sort of affect your mind and that's why it's so important to take care of yourself exactly exactly there's nothing worse than you know that's what i like about vinnie's you know challenge and waking up at five o'clock every morning you know because if you keep telling yourself that you're not going to do it you're really not going to do it exactly you're going to get out of bed later and later and later you know and yeah you know props to vinnie because i you know, I, I wake up at six. I wake up at six a.m. five days a week, and I don't even want to do that. You know, I, I enjoy my job, but I don't even want to do that. You know, and that's a big thing. Well, this is what I'm saying. You know, go and uh, like I say to the people listening and watching, go follow him, give him some support, 100%. get on get on his back with it, because you know he's he is someone that can he can really inspire, and um, you know he's got you know he's he's a strong boy he's a really strong boy so yeah. he's uh you know hop on his back with it um if you want to try and do it with him shoot a message i'm sure he'll be more than happy to uh to help you out with that mm. but yeah no definitely finding i mean this is you know something that i was thinking about recently as well as role models and um as athletes we i think a lot of the time athletes are role models you know, we, we look at sort of the American model of sports. They generally are the most popular kids in school. Yeah. They, you know, and like I say, I'm generalizing here, but they, you know, athletes a lot of the time are role models. Mm. You know, you ask most young ki- ki- like boys who their role models is, are they probably going to tell you a footballer or someone like that? Now, obviously, again, that is a massive generalization. Yeah. But whether you're an athlete or not, I think it's only doing a disservice to those around you if you're not striving to be the best possible person that you can be whether it's getting your grades whether it's 
you know, setting a good example in training, whether it's, you know, just not complaining. You know, if if you have hard times, you know, come your way, but you're able to deal with it and you're able to deal with it in an adult way, i.e. you don't complain, you work through it methodically and you come to a reasonable solution, that sets a brilliant example for those around you, especially if they're, you know, kids or teenagers. So, like I say, always, always strive to be the best person you can be because you never know who's watching. And I think, I think one thing that not a lot of people, you know, I, I don't know whether this is just me, it might be you, it might be a lot of other people, but I personally think there is something inspirational about each and every single person that you come across. Definitely. And I think sometimes other things, whether that be personal things or, you know, like a lot of things going on, sometimes that sort of thing is like it's overlooked and overshadowed and things like that. And sometimes it takes it takes a lot to for a person to show you what they're truly capable of. Precisely. Precisely. And like and like we said earlier on with this whole pandemic, it's it's shown a lot of people what they can really do. And you know, I've taken a lot of other things from other people and the way they're like dealing with things and things like that, you know, because you know, as long as you've got sort of the capacity and the mentality to learn, you will be so much better off in life. And exactly. Like I said, I genuinely think that everyone in this world has something to give, whether that be towards me, towards you, towards someone else. And it's all just about finding that. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people don't have the confidence to be able to express that. Um, Yeah. But that's definitely something, definitely something this podcast is about, you know. Um, Find, try, you know, whether you've got to search for it internally whether you know you've got to write it down I mean I have like five of these notepads and you know I'll gladly fill them over the next sort of year or two you know with just general thoughts and just trying to bring out myself on the paper you know obviously that's not going to work for everyone but you know find your method that brings out the best in you and allow it to take its course because once you can get yourself out there and you can start contributing to whatever your purpose might be Firstly, you start enjoying life. Secondly, people, you know, <laughs> you start being liked more and, you know, people generally think you're a good person. So, you know, you can you can go and build a, a billion dollar empire. Um, but to me personally, I don't think it means anything if you can't do it without being a good person on the way. Mm. And, 100%. You know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah as as we have said it's one foot in front of the other there we go and i think um i mean that's definitely going in the description on youtube 100%. definitely um but to be fair you know i don't think we can cover it any better than how we have no in this hour 100%. yeah so like we say keep taking uh one foot in front of the other um have discipline with yourselves strive to be the best people you can be 
take uh, care of yourself. We are take, in a time now where taking care of yourself is more important than anything else. Absolutely. A very good example of this. Um, if you go back and watch episode three of That Voice in the Crowd, that was the first episode me and Jake did together. We got into that very deeply. You know, Jake explains uh, his experiences with mental health and anxiety um, and how he got through that and how you know he's dealing with it now. Obviously, you know, that was some months ago, but you know, I think a lot of it still applies. 100%, 100%. Still, still taking care of myself. I am my own priority and that, that should be the case with everyone. You know, I see... I have people that come to me, you know, maybe once or twice a week, oh, so-and-so is feeling like this, so-and-so is feeling like this. And it's like, yeah, but how do you feel about helping this person? Because if you can't look after yourself, how are you supposed to look after other people? Exactly. It's something I've stood by for some time now because, you know, like like I said in the first episode, I was one of those people who was constantly trying to sort of dive into other people's worlds and help them with theirs and keep them afloat that I was slowly sinking. But, you know, I've taken care of myself. I'm I'm on a brighter side. And, you know, life is coming as it goes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just for me personally, obviously it makes me incredibly happy to see you doing better now. Uh, I know we sort of drifted a little bit through those years, but... yeah. You know, I'm definitely happy to see you doing so well now. And I'm sure, you know, all the other guys around us um, are definitely happy to see you doing better now. Um, but like we say, this is our way of sort of trying to push the message out there. Um, we're trying to create positive change through shared experiences. And obviously Jake sharing his experience with us, um, you know, and being, you know, a bigger man than many um, with it. So like we say, um, one foot in front of the other, strive to be the best person you can be. Um Obviously, thank you, Jake. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for coming back on. Um, always. I can say, whenever, whenever you're uh, keen to, you're always welcome back on. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, shout out Vinnie Clark. Uh, go follow at FitVin with two N's. Uh, you know, go follow him on his journey. Uh, he's holding himself accountable with that Instagram account. So, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, we're really trying to help him with his journey there. Uh, also, final shout out to Reps Running, uh, who are uh, sponsoring me at the moment. Thank you, Sean. Um, you know, I know the Reps team, we're very, very appreciative, very glad of your help. Um, and obviously, we can't wait to you know, start working together and hopefully get a season and you know, put something special together this summer. But once again, thank you, Jake. Uh, oh, thank you to everyone that's watched uh, and listened. Um, you know, I hope this new model with obviously the visual on YouTube uh, is working a lot better for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think that about does us for today. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.